0: Three very unimportant little people were doing the best they could with an idea, and that's about all they had. To the the
1: What is up, everybody, and welcome to another oh, scorching edition <laughs> of Hot Guys Talk Soccer. We are live in beautiful northeast Portland uh, from the Thompson House. Cheers, dude! You can't hear our cheers because they're koozie uh, muffled. Yeah, koozie muffled cheers. What uh, What are you drinking on? This- uh, some Ballast Point. Official Even Mango is-
2: Even keel Session IPA. I would drink this.
1: It's good for... i do a whole
2: session of it, bro.
1: It was a nice day in Portland. This beer is very nice for this day. Portland is coming back. Slowly but surely, it's getting back. Mike, it was just in New York. How how was it over there? Uh, It was
2: beautiful, actually. All week we landed and there was a little snow on the ground, but it was sunny and like low 40s and super, super windy all
1: week. Uh, But... Pretty nice, all things considered. Sweet. Well, glad you got to come back to some good weather here. Um, so we had a bye week on Saturday, or this weekend, which is probably good, because by all accounts, we kind of needed that. Um, we haven't convened since before our first game, so I guess right off the bat, what the fuck is going on?
0: The fuck? You
1: guys, the fuck? The fuck? We didn't We <laughs> didn't have the best opening two games. Um... You know, I'm not sure if you guys are worried it's early, so we'll see what happens. That being said, we did look pretty dismal um guys, what the fuck is going on
0: like uh you know, we don't have chara it's like to me, it's just so simple. We don't have chara, and everything's falling apart and it's <laughs> but we we win games without chara all the time, right no no oh, no strong no record without chara uh yeah, um. Obviously, there, it's, there's more than that. is only one man. Uh, he has a strength of 10, but uh, he can only kick the ball with either one of his two legs and uh, be in one place on the field. But obviously, you know, I think I'm a big fan. I think he, he's the, uh, the piece that's missing and that's really kind of um, the root cause, everything you drill down, not having him out on the field. Uh, makes us a much worse team and we don't know how to play without him like we the players we have could uh produce if they were given enough time to gel and, and play together but without him a lot of the, what so, Port- makes portland good isn't possible so do you think that it's
2: besides that how do you separate the lack of chara from what you've seen on the field though
1: yeah, in the Char being hurt really account for the reason. It is, a reason, the wings, it is like, a
2: reason for sure. It's a, yeah. Through the middle of the but field. But what do but... you think of the team what do you think of the <laughs>
0: stuff that we've had out there? The stuff. <laughs> been... Yeah. Uh I think it's terrible and uh and it's but it's it hasn't been one thing. It's been everything. it's like I can't point to one player and say, uh, you know, Maybe Blanco, I feel like, has had some bright spots, but even he has had a in, couple. In the first game, you,
1: it's really hard to pick out like encouraging things right now. One of the things that was encouraging, even though he kind of had a bad game, I thought, Christian Paredes covers a fuck ton of ground. That guy is really, well, really athletic. He was out of position all the time. And, but like, he's trying to make something happen, too. It's kind of exciting to see. It was nicer than to see Olam, but we've seen then we saw Olam come in the next game. So we obviously have a roster that in it's not set yet. Gio's obviously still letting these guys uh, jockey for position and try to do that. We had Marco Farfan start. He probably wouldn't have started that second game because he was terrible the first game. But Vitas was still hurt. We saw him bench Powell for Valentin in the second game already. Those guys both had stinkers. So I mean, Montero's for Adi. Yeah, and so, um, I mean, I'm kind of with... for Polo. Like, it was a lot of turnover. I'm with you as far as, yeah, Chara is obviously making a big difference, but it, it, everybody's, like, looked pretty bad. So maybe some specifically here then. Uh, Valeri hasn't seemed to be getting on the ball as much as possible. Do you guys think... Is this... I mean, it, it's still early, but is it, is it a case of it wasn't broke, so there's no need to fix it? He was playing more kind of like a withdrawn striker last year, not asked to drop deep in the midfield, to get the ball, and be a creator. And now he's gonna have to do that well, again is
2: it wasn't broke but we did broke it because we, <laughs> we traded nagby away so like a lot of what we all valeri not a one-on-one player like he can certainly pull a move and shoot it but if you're asking him to pull a move and dribble past a guy he, that's not what he's doing he plays very well at speed his passing's awesome his you know his distance shooting and his ability to play make but not any in the air surprisingly yeah I'm not saying that he's not a a great possession player, but he's the guy obviously that we see you know like he he's not setting the table like he's not moving the ball through the midfield we get it to him in dangerous positions and so Nagby who shuttled the ball you know up to our attack better than anybody else we've ever had it's like we can't just put Valeri out there without the same support. Right. Um, and Chara goes in that too because yeah. Chara, it, Chara and Valeri link up quite a lot as we've seen, you know, both in a goal scoring sense but mostly in a, a sort of build-up sense, I feel. And so Guzman is sort of a not a cohesive part of our um, possession game,
1: really, I don't feel. He's been pretty wild so far this year (laughs) but I don't know again it's hard to blame him when no one's really gelling and it's easy to look at him and and he does have he's made a lot of bad choices and he does have he's gives the ball away quite a bit and it's easy to look at bad defense and you know he's he's a part of that unfortunately so yeah it's
2: not all his fault back there though
1: no definitely not I think that even more so against New York we really got torched down the wings more than even them just going straight through the center of the field they were just able to hit wide balls and get right by, by our fullbacks. Yeah, so but we've I think been picked it's picked apart in
0: many. They're getting picked apart everywhere and I, I don't know if it's like the fullbacks or they're getting somebody's getting central and and playing it out to our fullbacks and they're not getting pressure from the center. Uh, I'd have to go back and rewatch those games to like make a uh very, you know, educated opinion, honest, but I'm not going to go back and watch those games because um, they were ugly and terrible. You're so ugly. I'm not like gonna I, pin the blame on any one person, know, but like you, Guzman, uh, I remember one it was like I think when we were down three zero, you. like the fourth goal against New York, he just uh like went totally horizontal defense against uh one of their players and the guy just dribbled to the left and around him and he was basically a non entity out on the field. So and I mean that almost everybody did that, and it's not to say that's like better than Powell like getting torched over and over again by Boatang against Los Angeles, or... He does that to people, but it's really they, all he has. He's he's fast. Yeah, he's, yeah. I
1: mean, he's a good player. But, yeah, things haven't looked great so far uh, <laughs> at all. So, there are some interesting position battles, though. Like we said, the roster doesn't really seem to be set, so I guess, like, maybe... You're don't even likely. take in Dallas specifically for this question, but going forward, and say over, like, the next two games, would you guys rather see Adi start... In the four position, would you rather see Armenteros start? Would you rather see some sort of, I don't know, lay out of the 4-4-2 four, four, and maybe have them both on the field for now based on the short because there does have to be a decision made and Armenteros did look good. And... Yeah,
2: why, why do you have to decide? Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> we need to, we need to talk. People need to know what we think. Foster. Ban- bananas for Foster, man. Foster. Then we have a new Honduran. Who was the Who's that guy that we signed to? We signed another. Oh d- yeah,
0: d- Dar- Darian X Volta Velt. No, that's no. it. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> that we got the
1: inflection right <laughs> and everything. And then we still got. <laughs> There's an X somewhere. And we have Ebo. Should we, so them? Should we just send Armenteros and Nadi to K2 It's for a hard. Bit? It's
2: really tempting to say yes. We need Armenteros and Adi. I think we definitely need Armenteros. Uh, he we, he's a much more conducive uh, possess, like you know, player to our possession game. I feel than Adi is. Not saying that Adi can't be, but Adi's effort in that regard and results, especially, are so unpredictable from game to game. Like I thought in the in the first game, he actually looked pretty good in terms of playing, like you know, combination target man, but also contributing to. Like a little, you know, high-tempo pressing attack. Um, And granted, it was just really moments of Agree,
1: and he was star for service.
2: Yeah, he was definitely star for service. Um, But I just think that Armenteros is the future for this team, and at least more than Adi is you know um, yeah we've seen
1: and we've already seen him kind of try to have one foot out the door before yeah so it's hard to see and I yeah I could see it he's productive he always has been but
2: yeah but I think that with the way that like you know I almost am a proponent of like you know put the band-aid on really fast you know yeah I guess rip the band-aid off (laughs) rip the band-aid on well like you know like I'd like to see Paredes you know, basically, get a lot of time this year because he plays the right way, even if he makes mistakes. And I've I'm like watching Ridgewell this last couple of weeks, um, and then Adi, you know, hasn't. I just don't. I'm not convinced he's really wants to be here, or even is it the right player for the way that the system is supposed to be? Yeah. I so I I think it's just time to like let's just go with you know, the players that suit the system.
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean, but for his own sake, even if he does want to be out of here, then he should be playing his ass off and really fighting for that spot to get, you know, yeah, the attention I, of a good team. I could
2: be wrong. I don't think he's anywhere near the top of the problem pool. Yeah, uh, exactly. I this thought this he looked pretty weeks. good
0: against LA, but again, yeah, I agree that he's not... Uh, he's not my favorite type of player Yeah, it's like, the forward Yeah, position. so he's not
2: my favorite, and that's... I think Armatero suits it better, so I'd probably just... Try to get Armenteros established as like
1: a good striker in this league. Um, so, it can be problematic. Obviously, we've seen it before when we don't get a win for the first seven games. We've finished seasons really hot before and missed the playoffs twice by like a point or another one. That being said, we probably need a result sometime in one of these road games. Do you guys think we could get that against Dallas? Is that possible? This is a little chance. <laughs> a very, very small chance. How small of a chance?
0: No, I think I think there's a decent a decent chance. Non-zero.
1: Has... So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, that sounds like good news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I down... we can probably only go up from here, right? Yep,
2: that seems. No, zero. no, no I wouldn't would say be that. Careful, I don't
1: think so. But
2: is if... zero and three is worse than zero and two? So that's down. As well.
1: Yeah, not yet. Yeah. And to, for the insult to injury, you know, it was the Red Bulls pretty much second choice team all the way through. Um,
2: on a, uh, the B team, on a, well, it was eight changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Robles got an amazing save that would have made the game a little more interesting on Espria. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, they're, you know, the, those reserves are on, like, NY looks really fucking good in, do, their, in their CCL games and their league games. So, you know, that team might just have a system that, you know... Making it through. A system-type proficiency, something that we should be shooting for right
1: now. Yeah, they have... or Because uh, I don't
2: think they're, like, an amazing team on paper more than toronto is or atlanta is they
1: average they give their homegrown players the highest amount of minutes usually perennially if it's mm-hmm. not it's within the top one or two so they do have a good academy and good products they'll get chivos guadalajara who also just dismantled the sounders down in mexico we'll see hopefully they can get through i guess now that the sounders are out i'm mls team's gonna win i don't really care obviously we'd like to get that one first um so there's a chance <laughs> There's a chance.
0: (laughs) No, but Dallas, yeah, they beat Seattle, but they were shorthanded. And they are one of those teams that, you know, everybody knows. Not everybody knows, but people who follow MLS, Dallas was really, really good. Best team in the league halfway through last year and then just completely fell apart. And I think they're still picking up the pieces a little bit. They traded one of their... That was something uh,
1: we'd never seen before, the worst capitulation of all time.
0: Yeah, they traded one of their center-back duos, Zimmerman, to uh, the new LAFC team, expansion team. And I think they're still kind of having unanswered questions. You know, who is their the center-back uh, partner with uh, Matt Hedges? And then, you know, they have forwards that have hot streaks. Maxi Rudy, Timbers fans are... Uh, familiar with him he can score you know two just beautiful long-range stunners golazos still miss that guy yeah still miss you maxi you you. um but then he'll go five or six games and just be pretty ineffective so um yeah there's a chance i think uh, a decent chance i think the timbers are professional soccer players uh, i know that they are the, <laughs> uh I haven't seen the checks, but I assume based on all of my other points of data that that they're being paid to play soccer. And uh, they've got some pride. So I think they're, and they had the week off. So uh, we should see something at least uh, in the right direction. I think we have a chance to. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you, so, is JaCory Hayes going to be able to play?
1: Do you think? Uh, I guess he played the rest of the games, but do you think he's going to have some sort of na- uh, latent scrotal issues? It well it depends on if it's scrotal or uh, <laughs> crown related. <laughs> so, when we're just so, in case you guys don't know, Clint Dempsey can't stop smacking people in the nuts. It's that boy named Clint. I'm American grown. Yeah, American flown. camera angle is not definitive on it. What was definitive is he was sent out of the game uh, in the first half on just yesterday, on Sunday, when the Sounders were playing Dallas. He was kind of backed up against Ja'Cory Hayes, who might have appeared to have been hugging him. And yeah, just normal, normal, box, it looks
0: like normal box contact. At
1: first, it looks like he's kind of giving him a little elbow to the gut, is what I thought, but then you definitely see the hand drop. Yes, so I a swing through. And uh, I, heard, I was watching it... Uh, Casey Keller was announcing and said it looks like he just hit him in that region where men do not like to be hit and it's it's not clear but knowing his past you know he's not yeah, I'm not giving him the benefit of the done, doubt he's done
2: he's done this before boy named Clint. Yeah. that before don't yeah. know if this is that but the implication is that that is very similar <laughs> to what he did this
0: time I thoroughly enjoyed Casey Keller and we're talking about a sack tap folks in <laughs> <Yeah. sack case. laughs> You guys were confused. Casey the Keller garguts. trying to dance around saying, like, Clint Dempsey just sack-tapped that guy <laughs> was uh, very enjoyable for me. Because, you know, he's always, like, pro-sounders. And uh, even if he's, like, it's a national broadcast. Yeah, but
2: that's I think that's a pretty standard yeah, national commentator oh, type absolutely, euphemism yeah. for that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Um, but it kind of talking around it but below he got saying, hit below <laughs> the belt <laughs> <laughs> uh, where
2: below the belt like his like his thigh or his
1: ankle <laughs> the knee why did it hurt so much <laughs> he, he dropped down like i don't know he, he might have it's a little bit of a dive but either way my I mean, guess like, is it was, he wound up can, like, can we get
0: somewhere. better var replays like the video yeah the were not good like, they're saying this. I don't know if they don't want to show it on TV. It's like, you know, they don't want to show the strippers, like, running across the field. No, streakers, not strippers. <laughs> Based on the replays, you guys think he should have been sent off? Uh, I can I could, certainly see why he was.
2: It looks yeah. like
1: the intent was there, but we don't really know what the end result was. Either right. kind this wound... was A for
0: effort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if if it was a pointy ball, you know, what's the what's their burden of proof, like irrefutable evidence or whatever the uh, to overturn the call to overturn a call a or something like i didn't see the hand make contact but i don't with think the, he made the, the call
1: before the review it looked like he gave him the red right which after is based the on the momentum of his arm swinging whether or not he caught testy or not do you
0: think <laughs> i i uh i assume i assume that he did yes i think he did but uh i don't know what the standard of proof is in var and i think that's an interesting question because from what all of the camera angles i saw it looked like it but like uh and like it t- intense enough right so like if he swung and hit him we didn't really have visual vine.
2: confirmation
1: of touchdown though right no we didn't uh, maybe one of my favorite dudes to just watch capitulate ever it's it's pretty fun it's almost as good as when he ripped up the notebook. The boy named Deuce, I'm living the what dream. Who else did he sack tap? Was that one of us? Is that one of us? Not like no. one of us three. I'm sure he'd <laughs> like you, but I mean.
2: Emotionally, he has. Yeah. When we were up four to two. I in remember the fifth minute and I'm, he scored two against uh, us at home. <laughs> That was the the game right tap now. of all time.
1: I remember the uh, the two stick banner with like two fingers and there's like a gears like grinding and crushing them, and it said like "Not on me, Deuce" or something <laughs> like that. Or, <laughs> or "Not mine." Someone brought to the game. That was a good one. Yeah. And then, yeah, his legacy. Interesting. The Clint MCP game. Were you at that game in Seattle? Remember when people found those in the urinals? It's because you do stuff oh, like yeah. this, Clint. <laughs> you just piss people but, off. But yeah, You're so I mean, a real dope
0: rapper,
2: though. I hear you're a real dope rapper.
0: A dope rapper? Yeah. Who told you I was a dope rapper?
1: You know, it's around.
0: See me later on the TV screen. Fresh and so clean. It's that boy named Deuce. I'm living the what dream.
2: If he and uh, Luis Suarez ever had a baby, it would bite people in the nuts <laughs> on the field. <laughs>
1: no. so it would be a serial nut biter. <laughs> Is, he's been uh, he hasn't bitten anybody since, or he uh, would rip up their nuts. I don't know. It's one of it's, the. T- yeah. What do you think the over under is on Louis Suarez biting somebody at this year's World Cup? I don't think. He's, oh my god! I, don't think I cannot wait. <laughs> That's <laughs> the only reason to watch. I don't think he's. I, I don't think he's taken the flesh out of anybody's fucking arms since uh, Chiellini. Chiellini. You know Chiellini he's uh, getting hung. Is like a, like a vampires yeah. bloodlust. Yeah. Like the longer
2: they, they can have, like the blood of small animals, and like. But that, nothing uh, but saves like, them. But, like,
1: fresh human blood, there's nothing like that for a mm. good old vamp like Maybe Swiss. just like, prefers Italian, you know. That might be it. Maybe the, the Spanish like, isn't spicy enough good, like, olive oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe he'll bite ke. Oh, wait, Italy's not going. Oh, mm. shit. Fuck. That was a total oh, accident. Well, Jeez.
0: okay, so Suarez isn't biting anybody. Yeah. Well, well maybe he likes maybe. caviar. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll bite Pogba. Suarez and uh, and Deuce, I think, share a lot in common. You guys, yeah, you like that? what? Yeah. I would say, like, just uh, do anything to win, and uh, bordering, you know, full intensity, bordering on insanity, in some cases, and like extremely skilled soccer yeah, forwards. Yeah,
2: I would say that Deuce is more like Sergio Ramos.
0: Mm.
2: In that they both pull they're some clutch, they they're they they're clutch, like Sergio Ramos scores you know important goals and is sort of a, but he also gets sent off for doing wild shit that he should not be doing, and like is an arguably dirty player, but also you can't argue at like, you know the best in his, in his sort of, tier of players and surroundings.
0: That's an interesting phrasing you just. Uh had because he, you know, you said he gets sent off for wild shit. He also just left the field to take a shit like <laughs> two games ago. What? <laughs> Did you guys see that? That's this? a mild yeah. shit. That's yeah. not yeah, wild Yeah, it was a mild, shit. yeah, yeah. He didn't get sent off, he took himself <laughs> off for a mild shit. When they were playing Girona? Uh, I don't remember who it was, that but I do remember they were in the All Whites. And oh, that's why. He's like, any, he like, any sort of mistake is going to be real He's costly. Like, I should slide tackle right now. <laughs> be... <laughs> Sharp
1: fart, I don't know. It's like if he fucking was, if I just picture him like in the wall or something and someone is taking a free kick and just yeah. getting drilled with the ball in the stomach. Yeah. Oh. Just... <laughs> Not so white. He's got to wear like <laughs> color blocking underpants. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, where, Spanish, where are we where <laughs> <depends>. <laughs> <laughs> So, Real Madrid is going to be... Uh, they are going to be in the final eight of the Champions League here. That's something to talk about. Yeah, let's do that, too, uh, over here. So, Real Madrid, speaking of them, they are... In the Champions League final eight, those matchups are set. Wait, they are? Man, I th- would have swore they'd never make it. Well, you know, if you'd think any year for real though, that La Décima do- they- La Dima. Do- <laughs> La do- da- 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 are they at the twelve or thirteen? <laughs> Ugh. Uh yeah, if any year they're way behind in La Liga. But anyway, they are playing Juventus on April third. We also have Sevilla playing Bayern April third, first leg in Spain. The matchup through the next day. Liverpool against Man City, first matchup at Anfield, and then Barcelona will be hosting Roma at the Camp Now um, They're down to eight right now. Let's just make little predictions about this maybe go over one of the matchups that we find most enticing to watch. Uh, personally, looking forward to Liverpool versus Man City. I kind of wish that we would have maybe seen the English teams get separated a little bit. Maybe guaranteed one of them get a little further. It's been a while since uh, English teams maybe even gotten FARBs. Chelsea won two thousand twelve. So that is an enticing matchup. What? Uh, maybe just start there. What do you guys? Are you guys enticed by that matchup? And who do you think might get through that?
0: I am, but I think with Champions League, it is much more interesting for me to see uh, teams from different leagues play each other because between, like, especially, I mean, all of these leagues, like, between their regular season, their domestic cup, uh, and, like, I don't know, like, I can't even follow... It really remains everything, like, FA Cup, Carabao Cup, Community Cup, like, Shield, whatever all the things they're doing. Children's uh, Cup. Children's Cup. Like, they're going to play four or five times this year already, and, yeah, the stakes are different, um, (laughs) so that changes things a little bit, but I would just prefer to see... You know, teams from the same uh, league not getting matched up against each other in these interleague competitions. That being said, interleague, sorry. Yeah.
1: But that being said, the styles uh, of these two match up in a really interesting way. We saw. Early in the season, Liverpool—I forgot who—somebody got sent off in the game, and it was it was a tight game until then. After that, I think they really got opened up, and you maybe lost three, four, maybe even five nil, something like that. They handed Man City their only league loss, however, though uh, a couple months ago, and played a really entertaining game with them. At a point, we're up three goals before kind of doing what Liverpool tended to do a lot, which is. Just have some shockers at the back. You can't trust Lovren back there. They have short, you know shorted up a little bit with the addition of Van Dyke. but
0: I, don't it's, know, I it's guess it's a awesome matchup. It's a great matchup. Mo Salah is just whoa. It's definitely it's the yeah. yeah. Mo Salah is you know out of his mind this Arab brother and he is just absolutely crushing it um, and super fun to watch. Like he's one of those players. Like you're watching and you're just like this is beautiful. Can I-
2: Hot take: He's doing messy level shit. Yeah. In yeah. terms oh, of yeah. his his close control and his finishing at speed in the box, he's doing like shit that like Messi does all the time, and like maybe like Paulo Dybala does like
0: sometimes twenty three percent of the time. Yeah. But like, there's sure. like it's a good time to start. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I have like a bunch of interviews this week, so oh. and some places are. Still, uh, piss testing, which is just ridiculous. What with piss testing for what? Um, asparagus. Really.
1: His THC level <laughs> is too low. You know, he's not a creative type. We <laughs> we're well, gonna pass. Yeah. I'm gonna go with you guys and agree that that Liverpool Man City round was. It, did you guys say that that was the best? Because that's what I think. Uh, more or less. Yeah, basically. I think it's the most exciting. We're both saying, it, you know, it might have been cool to have that. Not happening in the Champions League just because yeah, it's fun well, to see English oh, teams yeah, play on, other teams. yeah, on the same but, page there. But as far as the matchup itself. Right. Uh, yeah, well, I'll go ahead
2: and agree with that. My hot take, you know, there is that Seville-Bayern uh, is uh, the weakest round, and I would not be surprised to see uh, Sevilla go through on that. Bayern is a juggernaut, and they're there for a reason, as they are every year with Juve, Barca, and Real. However, uh, they don't frighten me, I
1: guess. In the same way that they did a couple of years ago. Yeah.
2: Granted, I haven't watched them play as much this year, and um, they're still completely loaded,
1: obviously. NCV is a sneaky cup team. So we, they we, are sneaky. We know that they, they, we, they won This three. is what they're playing
2: for, too. Right. You know, like, this is their yeah, going gone. hard in yeah. this competition now. and Man United are not an easy team to beat. In a cup. Definitely like, not to score on. Mourinho
1: is a s- yeah, miserly.
2: And they did it. Old man. They, I don't know if you could have drawn up a better way for them to win than to do their smash and grab. You know, and like in the, in the Champions League, a nil-nil at home is a really good scoreline. Right. If you can't win at home. Like I would say a nil-nil scoreline is almost better than like a two-to-one win at home.
1: Just for giving up that away goal. Just for giving up for that pressure. away goal.
2: Yeah, you then means you have to, you know, like obviously you have to score if you're getting nil nil at home too. But like, there's no, you know, that all you have to do is get a a draw sends you to extra time. A scoring draw wins. You know, like that's the bare minimum. And so you see a lot of teams. The rule is meant to encourage teams to not bunker on the road. <laughs> But it just makes teams bunker at home, which is actually where they're going to be better at bunkering because, like, they have the whole crowd supporting them. And, you know, like, I I have no science telling me that, you know, away goals rule results in worse football or fewer goals. But in my mind, it's just, you know, it creates the opposite problem. It doesn't solve the problem. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So I'm off record, off track there, but I do think that, you
1: know... Seville have a chance there to, do, you to think, do something surprising against Bayern. Who do you think advances between I, Liverpool and Man City also?
2: That is so hard to predict.
1: First leg at Anfield.
2: I and honestly, I don't like Man City doesn't bother me. They are insanely insanely rich and probably have done some wildly illegal shit. <laughs> to Almost use certainly. to use that money even if even if it's all like within the letter of the law with like you know Premier League and English Football Association standards financial fair play FIFA even if it all is even on that I guarantee you there's some like, heated, human what does that even mean some human <laughs> trafficking <laughs> and like you know like
0: definitely some human rights drug, abuses tr- like drug
2: trade and like rhino horn harvesting and some seriously dirty money behind that <laughs> So, Man City? <laughs> yeah. But I don't mind
1: them. No, they're fun to watch. They're they, fun to
2: watch. They're... Pep is a great coach. He didn't shake Porter's hand. It's all in the past, but fuck you, Pep. But I'm rooting for you. Yeah, when you it's were complicated, here... When he is was, what I'm saying.
1: When he was here, he was an asshole. That was our only impression of him from actually, you know, being in our city. But, <clears throat> yeah, he's an amazing coach. I'm going to probably go ahead and pick... I'm going to pick Liverpool to... Uh, no, I'm going to pick Man City to get through. And the reason why is because... Liverpool's front three are just amazing. Their attack is extremely dynamic, but they've leaked goals all year. And even with Van Dijk, they make mistakes in the back. Even when they have like a good shape, they usually just have defenders that take turns making really big mistakes. And as long as like Lovren is still getting minutes and they have some inexperienced fullbacks out there, like they tend to do, they tend to get scored on, they will beat you 5-4. But... Man City can score like that, too, and they have a more sound defense. So I think over the two legs, they outlast Liverpool. And they also have a big enough cushion, I think, in the Premier League to not really have to be sweating games up until then. They can prioritize Champions League really from here on out. They could even they could afford to drop two or three games in the Premier League and be fine at this point. So I think all their focus is there, and just the way that they've been playing, they get through. But Liverpool does have a chance, for sure. And a decent chance. I'm mean, like, 40, yeah, ch- like 43. I 100%. agree with you.
0: And I will take a slightly contrarian point of view, which is that I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair because they both respect each other's offenses so much they're going to sit back and uh, kind of play conservatively. How many? How how low scoring over the
2: two legs total? Like two goals total in both legs. What? Liverpool's yep. going to give up. Do you just not want to have Four, nice things? Four five, guaranteed. I Liverpool. want nice things, but... Liverpool's just going to give up goals, though. These, these cup games, man. There's no way they won't. Yeah, what? but Liverpool blasted five on Porto. like, and not, That's not a game you just come into in Europe and just, like... We were even yeah, talking about
0: like beforehand.
1: Like, we were talking. I guess when we had solid. They, they know you, each
0: you, other. It. I think it's going to be more low-scoring than people But they anticipate. haven't been
1: low-scoring...
2: This year, have they? One no. of them wasn't.
1: No, no, no. They were f- four to three and like five to nil or something. Four nil. Liverpool had a man sent off in one of the like the first games. In the right. first game, Man-C2 I just have a feet. feeling.
0: I just have a feeling. Yeah, it's not based on science or. It sounds pretty scientific, and you've shown anything your other than gut. It's a, It's an intuition. I like George Bush. It's mm-hmm. a, it's
1: yeah. It's a good way to, to go through life. Um, so Juventus is also playing Real Madrid, first leg in Turin. That's a pretty enticing matchup. Obviously, Last Real season. Madrid is not doing so hot in La Liga, but they're picking it up at the right time, and all of a sudden Ronaldo's scoring goals like crazy. He scored four, along with Mo Salah scoring four over the weekend. Ronaldo had four on Saturday. Uh, what do you guys think about that tie when we saw... Juve really kind of get outplayed by Tottenham almost for most of those two, those that whole tie, except for 20 minutes. And they kind of just sucker punched Juve. But that's what an experienced team does. They never panicked and they got by him. What do you think about this tie? And who would get through?
0: I think Juve gets through because they always get through in the quarterfinals and have a fighting chance in the semis. Um, so, you know, they're just built for... Tournament play, uh, playing defensively when the going gets tough, and uh, you know, Iguain.
1: What do you guys think about people saying that Iguain is pudgy? <laughs> 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 I, I think haven't it's kind him. of. I've not seen of, him. I gotta look. I don't this really, I, I don't. I mean, it's yeah, just, yeah, maybe
0: he's pudgy. He, people he's, say I, I don't know. He's, he's just he's tearing it him, up. Him and Gignac, uh, the French uh, <laughs> striker who plays for Tigres, I think, in Mexico. Uh-huh. Uh, neither one of them really strike me as. Uh, you know, kind of fitness model type bodies, but it doesn't matter. like they go out there and they score goals and that's what they're doing. so oh, I know
1: I, just... <laughs> yeah. I feel like he takes unneeded flack for that.
0: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Why Are you looking does he look kind of buddy or what? A research department yeah, That's the uh, he- he- uh, fat. Uh, <laughs> 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 like
2: I mean that's like I'm not saying he's fat. But that's what I look like <laughs> in a in like a soccer jersey. You know, like. I'm not so I'm not saying he's fat. He's no, so, no, no. It's it's like no, he's not, he's not like fat and like he's not plumpy.
0: He's uh, just not built like some of the other soccer players you're used to seeing. Yeah, and he's getting results.
1: Yeah, for sure. He's scoring a ton of goals. At the same time, he always tends to. Uh, he just he falls short in big moments, and that's still kind of his legacy for now. He's kind of one of these weird players where he does so many productive things, but because of things like missing one-on- ones in the World <laughs> Cup and missing <laughs> and <laughs> stuff like that' <laughs> looks like he's, a lot of he going fat. <laughs> Dude, it looks like he's wearing a hairnet, too, for some reason. Yeah uh, So you think Hubei's getting through?: Yeah. Okay, even with the form that Real Madrid's on right now. Yep, okay. Real Madrid, I think, is going to get through. They're still just terrorizing. They haven't put it all the way together, but I think we saw Tottenham kind of expose Huvé, and I would think I might agree with you for the most part, except I think we just saw Tottenham kind of outplay them. Yeah. And so I think with the way that... Yeah, um, but who's in the... With the way that Real Madrid is kind of peaking right again?
0: now. What's it? Who's in the quarterfinals again?
1: Sevilla's playing Bayern. Well, we talked about the first been, No, He's just been... Um, not Tottenham. He's just...
0: Uh, Oh, but I, I agree so with nice you. Seasons.
2: I agree with you, Lou. I think Real's gonna get there I just they seem like they're getting out of the out of the blocks a little bit. And I think that they're uh,
1: this is what they're playing for now. So Yeah. They're all in on it, they have a good path to get through and I bet they're either gonna get Bayern or Sevilla. I just have a feeling that they're not gonna draw Barcelona, who's probably gonna get by Roma. So, I'm going to say, yep, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm picking Real Madrid, Mike is, so, just real quick, what about Wow, so you're going against us here, huh? That's never happened on the podcast before. Not, not, not,
0: first time, folks, <laughs> mark it down, put it on your calendars. This is the beginning of the end. And what, are the, what
1: type of chances Roma have to get by Barcelona with the first leg <laughs> being in Spain? And Barcelona being who they are and playing the way they are and having who they do and the teeth of Suarez and the imminent threat of being bitten by him, pretty good and turning into a vampire.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't. It doesn't matter what uh, team gets home field first leg, second leg. Uh, Barcelona. It does though. This is their this is their last year of uh, contention. That's my take. That's People my, said that last year. Lukewarm hot take. Well, I didn't. So, this is my lukewarm hot take right now. (laughs) Uh, Iniesta and, to a certain extent, Messi, um, Busquets, kind of their core is getting a little bit older, a lot older every year. It happens. It happens to all of us. They
1: did bring in Coutinho. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're bringing in some uh, reinforcements, but I think Iniesta and Messi are generational players, and... Coutinho and Dembele are, you know, top level. But
1: and yes, so, yeah, Messi's got three years probably playing at this. Maybe not even at the level he's playing at right now. But if he's eighty percent of that, he's going to be one of the best players. Yeah, in absolutely. The world for the but I think like, and Coutinho is going to be in his prime.
0: Messi at a hundred percent papers over cracks. Messi at eighty percent is a huge positive, but can't like single handedly take them from you know, you know, one goal down to. Three goals up. I don't. Know, he's a wizard. What well, do you, what do you think, Micah? I don't know.
2: I'm just glad we're not having this discussion about Neymar. That,
0: <laughs> that guy sucks. Yeah, even if they. Sorry, made it Neymar, Neymar. I know
2: you're listening out there, man. But yeah, dude, and I, you know, I don't want. It's him. my favorite
0: podcast. I want uh, Neymar. I wish him full health. And oh, of course, full Why would defeat. You? I, I want. Yeah, yeah, the, both.
2: One handful of each of them.
0: Yeah. Shake it up, mix them <laughs> together.
2: That defeat and health. <laughs> no, I'll above. give him that health, and then I'll...
1: The defeat just goes in his face like a pie. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys think... That Barcelona is going to win the whole competition. If you guys had to pick somebody, would it
0: be Barca, Bayern? <laughs> well, that was a leading City. leading question. Is Barcelona? <laughs> is Barcelona going to lead win the whole competition? Well, who is there's, gonna only eight, there's only Who's eight. it going to be? There's
1: only eight teams left, and I'd say that that's probably like the favorite that would be. You know, if you ask most of the media, mm-hmm. I think they'd be the favorite. That would actually be my pick. Uh, I think it's going to go Man City. That's I'm
2: how. I think, just think that'd be fun to see I'm someone other than... I'm also on the than... City train.
0: They, their press and ability to turn from offense... Um, nope, nope. Defense to offense within two passes and get in on goal is incredible to watch. I'm, I'm constantly stunned whenever I'm watching them play against, you know... You see it three or four or five times a game against uh, some of the lower-level teams in the English Premier League, but then, you know, they're playing... Guys like Liverpool, uh, Arsenal, Man City, nope, Man United, uh, and making them look They like, are playing themselves in training, though. They do in training, and I've watched some of those videos, so the point stands. Um, they, they make these guys, who are they some just of the best soccer players in the world, look they, like scared to be on the same field with them. Right. And hesitant to make passes and dribble, uh, and it's crazy to watch. They just can't beat Wigan, though.
1: <laughs> Wigan's got their number. Mm-hmm. remember the 2013 FA Cup. I do. And then is Wigan even in the Championship One of the, last, right
2: one of the thankfully I'm one of the last games I ever had to listen to Gus Johnson <laughs> commentate. Yeah. I'm yeah. So terrible. And Gus, I know you're listening. I'm sorry, dude. You're a good guy. Stick to college basketball. Soccer's just not your thing. soccer is is is, is was now. Wiggins,
0: besides being their Achilles, Man City's Achilles heel, also brought us uh, the Will Griggs <coughs> on Fire chant, one of their fans. Are you guys familiar with this? No. Well, we'll let the uh, editors place us in. Your defences. is te- petrified. Will Griggs on Fire. We have again. the best editors. We have the best Team sound editors. Working we actually uh, were a finalist for the Oscar for sound editing this year, but then they realized we are a podcast. And we were ruled out on a technicality. Yeah, it's really more of a life experience than a podcast. Um,
1: still not a film, but I digress. But we appreciate to our, uh, Man we appreciate our millions of listeners.
0: Win it all. <laughs> Champions League book it.
1: I'm surprised you didn't pick Sevilla Leck. This is a guy that picked D C United to win the supporters shoulder of the cup last hey, year. Hey, there's still still really in likes, it. They're he really, li- really it. likes to go against the green.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that one was uh, kind of Pure fantasy, uh, and but injuries, I would like to cite the injury uh, impact for D.C. United last year.
1: There was only a little bit of a better chance of that happening than Chicago winning the World Cup.
0: Yeah, Leicester City, uh, yeah, you know, Sevilla, they could surprise people. I think, do you remember that, by the way? <laughs> that lady,
1: that's, or that dude asked like, when Schweinsteiger first came to Chicago, that guy at the press conference asked him, a member of the Chicago media, he was like, what do you th-? he's like, do you think Chicago has a chance to win the World Cup? Uh,
0: both for you first and then for the coach, I wonder, uh, with your addition to this team, is it a fair expectation to see a clear pathway towards a World Cup uh, competition come out of Chicago? The fact, dude. The fact. <laughs> it,
1: was like one of the first, like, it was like the first press conference that
0: Schweinsteiger had. I do remember
1: that. that was yes, bad. of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I can to help the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just remembered for some reason when that guy asked that question, I was super douchey. You know what else is douchey? There's a lot of douches out there, right, in, uh, in the world. And... I there are know. I can in can the soccer world. This, this, oh, I mean, not
2: just in the soccer world, but especially in the soccer. <laughs> world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are tons, and so we're gonna do a segment called "Biggest Douche of All." <laughs> <I don't know.
2: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow! Mirror, mirror, mirror on, the on the wall, the who's the, the biggest, biggest douche of all?
1: Oh. That's more like it, folks. That's more like it. There's a, uh so many out there in the world that i think that the best way to do this is probably just take some sort of seg you know some sort of area of soccer some sort of league like mls or the serie a or ligue 1 and just kind of break it down like that so since we were just talking about a couple of premier league teams let's talk about who might be the biggest douche in the premier league because there's a lot of them out there, and I think some of them just should probably get put on blast, even though we're aware of them.
0: Before we dive in, are we going to invoke the Jose Mourinho rule, in which he is kind of the the archetypical douchebag, and exclude him from voting, or can we, can we, uh, I think... I don't know, can, I almost want to
1: talk about him yeah, so bad, because well, he just keeps doing...
0: He just... He won't, and, he won't stop. Um... I think Pep Guardiola is pretty douchey. And we mentioned it earlier in the podcast uh, where he didn't shake Caleb Porter's hand. And it's like, come on, you're like one of the best, most successful coaches ever. And you had this like meaningless exhibition game and you didn't shake the hand of the other coach. And like, you know, I was like, he was dis- a Bundesliga coach though. Disrespect. Yeah, but it's, he's still the same person. Well, maybe he's changed. No, no. And... He just, uh, I think, kind of talks about the game and carries himself in a way that is somewhat douchey. He's not the most humble of dudes, but we're talking—we're not talking about the most somewhat dude. <laughs> okay, Jose Mourinho, man, he <laughs> is, is talking shit about his own players, the reps, <laughs> like literally everybody else out there, other coaches, executives. Like, I'm sure he insults like the person, did, like his, who did his waiters. La- his last press conference.
2: Did you hear that football heritage rant? <laughs> yeah, this last week.
1: Or was it when he threw Manny under the bus? Well, that was
2: after the game that they won in the FA Cup. But the one before that he gave was... He created a term called football heritage. Mm -hmm. And he ran it for 12 minutes about how football heritage is not some... Man Man United does not have a football heritage. And he defined that as do the players that are on the team when you start coaching the team how many of them have been, won the league or won a European Cup in their experience. And he, like, cited these. He was like, when I went to Real Madrid, you know, he's like, like <laughs> the players, they did not have football heritage. So he's, like, trying to take credit. But he said when he went to Inter, they did, and that's why they won the Champions League. And like, But it's like, well, dude, you won Porto with, like, fucking Deco, <laughs> who nobody had heard of, which Deco turned out to be awesome. But, like... He had like no stars on that team, and like you know, so he he's creating his own fucking just like he's like, well, you can't tell me I am wrong because I define this football heritage. Like
0: nobody (laughs) talks, football heritage isn't a thing. He he just makes shit up and like it's called Mm -hmm. experience. Creates like these uh, you know concepts that like you can't really argue with. (laughs) I love when like like, he's like (laughs) pointing to some uh, you know and. Objective of his that is, everybody else is shitty, and if his players aren't performing well, they're shitty, and the problem is not with him. That's his whole yeah. shtick. stick. This is how magnetic
1: his douche pool is. Is that we try to invoke the Mourinho rule not to talk about him, and it's just impossible. <laughs> it's just impossible not to talk about him.
2: Well, I mean,
1: you know, I really, I've got
2: a, I've got a douche.
1: Yeah. No, like, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, just this that. You know, how he threw the team, his own team under the bus after the loss of Sevilla was crazy. You remember, he was in the press conference and he's just sitting there. He's like, I sit in this chair. He's like, the third time, Man United's out. He's like, I sit here with Inter in 2011, beat Man United's out. He's like, I sit in this chair with Real Madrid. In 2013, he's like, Man United out, beat them at Old Trafford. He's like, I sit here tonight with Man United, man, so it's nothing new for the club. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, so it's nothing He's like, there you you know. i was just like, damn, dude, what the fuck is that, man? Yeah. This dude is just, oh, man. Do you think, like, think he's
0: very self-critical? And truth be, <laughs> and truth be told, I, you know, like, I'm a fan of his I in, think in ways, but he's super I'm insecure. Yeah. I think he's a bully. That's my uh oh so you don't think he's a douche yeah yeah my specific
2: specific that's a semantics argument semantics. To yeah w- argument.
0: we can do a biggest bullies
1: edition at some point no but I that's, know, it's no, that's boring
2: we don't give them airtime. jose you're a douche you're a douche and i tell you to be better but you're not gonna be who do you got no no i want to hear yours um because mine's outside the box a little bit
1: yeah mine's not that outside the box at all it's uh A little bit of a low-hanging fruit. I actually don't know if he's in the Premier League, but he was recently enough, and it's got to be Joey Barton, Um, because he seems to be a chauvinist, racist, crazy, like punches a lot of his teammates in the face, uh, getting altercations with young boys at games, and just an overall not great guy. There is one good thing about him, though. He is a Timbers fan, and I don't know why. uh,
0: All sins forgiven.
1: Yeah, I don't know if we were talking to him at one point, like uh, the Timbers were considering bringing him over or something, or if he had some sort of like rapport with Gavin. But in 2013, he would like take screenshots of the standings when we'd won the West and like posted it on his like Twitter, or Instagram, and was like making public comments and when we got knocked like out a douchebag when we got knocked out of the playoffs. He was like, "Oh, gutted that the Timbers are out tonight." I don't know who he's friends with, but he yeah, for whatever reason, he likes the Timbers, um, so yeah. that's cool. But yeah. Joey, he's a he was a dirty player. Do it it at the same Sounds time. like a
0: douchebag, that name.
1: Let's see here. We can <clears throat> maybe just run through a couple of highlights here. Like I got a little bit of a list. So in two thousand and eight, jailed for six months after admitting common assault. Uh in two thousand and nine sent off against Liverpool for a really crazy, crazy almost career ending injury on Robbie Alonso. In two thousand and ten he punched a Blackburn winger right in the face (laughs) during a game. Um, In 2012, he unleashed an online tirade against the Football Association, labeling it as an Orwellian organization. Um, Just kind of an overall just asshole, you know, all over the place. And I think that's pretty well known. But just, you know, I feel like we should... I'm glad that I brought it up because, Joey, you're an asshole. And you could be a nice guy, but you're not. So,
0: yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Sorry, Joey. Sorry, <laughs>
1: Joey. <laughs> Why are you apologizing to Joey Barton and then telling the Tim fans you i like <laughs> oh, i think if I'm
0: Joey Barton and, like, I'm trying to turn my life around, like, after my playing career, and I stumble upon this podcast... Like 10 years ago. It's like our Timbers podcast. I like it. <laughs> I love the Timbers. I want <laughs> to listen to more Timbers podcasts now? This guy's a hot guy. Uh, <laughs> That's Australian. That's <laughs> Australian. Like. I'm from Perth. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, little known secret by Joey Bond. <laughs> he's from Perth. Uh, and then he listens to this podcast and, like, that would crush him. Sorry, he's
1: Joey.
2: Clearly, he's Sorry, Joey. Some, I take it back. Uh, concerns. He doesn't. That's your entry. Biggest douche. Uh, so I'm going to go with someone a little more recent. I'm going to treat mine more like, you know, like biggest douche of Premier League right now. Yeah. And he doesn't play in the Premier League, but he used to, and he commentates on it. Uh, and it's not be- not like due to his, like, you know, preference, which he definitely does for his former club, but uh, Jamie Carragher, uh, mm. spit... <laughs> Do you guys have heard this? He fucking was driving like home from Sky or whatever his job at Sky. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, a Man the United car. fan or whoever beat him two to one, I think it was Man yep. United. Like, it was like a dad driving. And, you know, so it's fucking, it's Britain. So the this Man United fan's on the right and the dad's on the right side of the car. And he's talking shit across his little girl on the left side in the passenger seat oh. with the window down to Jamie Carragher. In the lane to his left. And Jamie Carragher is, like, right, you know. So it goes, Man United Dad, Man United Daughter, Jamie, Jamie Carragher. Carragher. And he just, and he like, Man United Dad is just talking shit, you know, like, two one, you piece of shit, motherfucker. Get, get tossed, you motherfucker, you know, like. And uh, Jamie Carragher, Jamie Carragher what, after a while, like, he fucking, like. You know he was like, oh, you know whatever, and then he fucking rolled down the window and spit. <laughs> <laughs> right as the girl starts recording, two one <laughs> lot. On oh, no. Ooh. What? Jamie spat on the door. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets fucking like spit on. Her. <laughs> and there's these great captures. Of, like, Jamie Carragher, like, <laughs> just hogging this huge loogie right at the camera. Oh, my God. It's so good, guys. So,
1: anyway, I don't, like, you know. I... You think he'd have thicker skin and be used to the heckling of uh, Man United fans. He'd, like, <clears throat> act like you've been there before, JG's, dude. Fucking rub the wrong way. Now he's not playing. Maybe he was under the influence a little bit or something. No, I don't think so. But Is he
0: in the passenger side? I don't understand, you know, British cars. That's, I think, uh, one clear... Uh... Do you understand? They sit on the other side. Yeah, but, but then they also drive on the other side, right? That too. So, don't they, like, aren't the drivers next to each other? I'm so confused right now. He hit the girl with spit. Let's see oh, this. yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> that picture is so good. Uh, for for those that don't have the uh, benefit of the picture in front of them, it's you know a middle-aged. Uh, getting oh, there's the, middle wind- age, there's the wind. There's the wind-up. Getting past middle-aged man. Oh, dude, suit, he's got leaning the- out of his car and just—he's got the cheeks full, cheeks. like ready cocked back, ready to explode. Chipmunk cheeks, and then spewing like he's uh, trying to, you know, spread out his. Uh, I don't know, missed over his enemies. Dude, this list is so good. So, Barton also got punched
1: in the face at a nightclub in Liverpool, despite some dude. I mean, dude. that doesn't,
2: it doesn't take a douchebag to do that. I think it just takes being at a nightclub in Liverpool. Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Mm-hmm. But also banned for twelve matches. You might just get punched in the face and for not for just showing up, love. Banned for twelve matches and fined seventy five thousand pounds after being found of guilty conduct against Aguero and company. <laughs> it's all over the place. Company with a K. Company with a K. Oh geez. It's, yeah. <laughs> I kind of like had heard about that. I never really looked into it. Jeez, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, it, it was a that's 15-year-old great. girl. Yeah, that's he fucking a, spit that's some, on a girl. That's some Charles Barkley-level shit right there. Yeah, and pretty,
2: so, I don't know. I think that's funny because uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, well, just that's douche, for,
1: it's just a douchebag <laughs> to like resist it for that long and then
0: <laughs> they
1: almost really, made it. They really got under his skin.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, you know, don't give me... I think... I don't think... I don't know if the girl was talking shit or not, but obviously there had to have been something enough
1: from that car. My dad uh, says you're a tosser. (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) really getting under his skin. Oh, that is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, Good times. So, there is a chance that we're going to get some points against Dallas. Or at point. If that game is coming up on Saturday, we're anxious to see it again. So... Let's go with tradition here and do our prediction for the game. In Frisco, Texas, starting with Micah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. You don't uh, have to be honest. No, I'm gonna, gonna have to go, say what you really think, man.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, two to two Timbers.
1: Ah, <laughs> 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 fuck you! Two to two Timbers. <laughs> I know it's timbers a good, sc- good scoreline. It's
2: like an optimistic scoreline. Timbers, timbers. win on the Wiggles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> two two timbers. I'm uh, I'm gonna keep it on the waggles optimist uh, path and and say one one timbers. That's good. It's a good scoreline. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's not it's the best. A- <laughs> I'm going to say 3-3 three,
1: three Timbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say 3-2 Timbers just to deviate a little yeah, bit. Ooh. Yeah, nice. And I'll get, I'll get well, that means any win pretty I'll, much goes I'll, to you. I'll get specific in saying that Rudy will turn one of our center backs over with high pressure. Dallas will get the first goal via Rudy. We're going to respond with three, and then Dallas is going to get some sort of, you know... 83rd minute, give us a little bit Moral of sweat. Diaz,
0: magical unicorn, give us
1: a little bit of sweat. He looks good again too. Mm-hmm. To watch that game against Seattle, and he's back to his old self. It's a shame when dudes like that get injured. He's such a good, just kind of ambassador for the league. But hopefully, he's not on his A game when we play them on Saturday. But Timbers three to two. Um, have any of us ever predicted the Timbers to lose on this? Pro- <laughs> 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 I, mean, I think it's a I, think think game, some, I don't you know? think
2: any of us have. Predicted a draw. I mean, a draw is like yeah, one prediction a, out of ten.
1: Yeah, like once in a while. I might have predicted that against Toronto last year or something. Um, you know, Toronto's going to come out. They're going to fight and scrape. They'll come out of there with a draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we um, hard shit. to tackle our boy. All right, well, hopefully we put in a better performance against
2: Dallas. Uh, we, we're we going to. I I think we're going to see Chara back.
0: What's happening with him? That's another thing. He played I, 60 minutes in the uh, last T2 game. Oh, he did? Yeah. yeah. Okay, nice. Cuz I feel like that hasn't been a news story that and it should be like that should be the number one thing. I don't sometime. think so, man. But it's, but it's, yeah, so he gets so from broken, Jamie bone. B. broken bone. But it, has there been like an article cuz I don't do the twitters. I don't
2: I don't know. An article about Chara's health. They, uh, you know, they killed these newspapers, and I don't,
1: you know, they're giving daily, they're giving, they're giving these. daily reports. You know, yeah. the Oregonians, like, you know, after she'll give a report every day that. about being like, I was at practice today. Chara was like with the first team. He got this many minutes. So yeah, I mean, okay, I don't think I'm, it takes a whole article, but there's been updates. Okay, I don't I'm, think there's I'm, any I'm,
0: cause I'm mis- for concern. I'm missing that. I'm missing that. I think I they're managing
2: it partly because they know that like. The team is pretty much in flux right now. Anyway, yeah.
1: Granted, it'd be great to have him, but like, if it's at I, all a rush to put him in there, it's like I think the same. I think he's basically healthy enough that if this was the end of the season and we had a big playoff game, he would play. But yeah, you know, no need to. Yeah, yeah. Back so, so. but I just also think we have that... to get used
2: to the idea that if we don't make the playoffs, it's like not necessarily the organization's, you know, like goal for Geo to make the playoffs this year, like. <laughs> We're gonna have to get used to that idea real quick. I think. I don't know
1: if it it's not though. I think that they would give him a year. But we, he could get fired this year. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I, I think mean, we'd I, have to be near the bottom. I could see the yeah, them giving him a year, but not making the playoffs with the players we have right now and the money that we spent. Like we turned that Nagby money into a lot of money. I don't. That's true. Two that's years. True. I know. Two two years at the maximum. But I, I still think with the core that there's this team still has like a window right now and this is one of the years in it even though the west seemingly right now is looking tough and we haven't got our shit together the west
2: yet, what's the, new man god to the yeah. west I you agree know, I agree with
0: hot. that but I also think uh, one of our next uh, podcast topics should be uh, whether tan is fool's gold I think that's gonna be um, uh, very interesting yeah. to look at over the course of this season.
1: Next time on Hot Guys Talk Soccer is Tam Fools Gold. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I yeah. have to listen to that.
0: That sounds really intriguing, actually. Find out next week when we talk to you
1: guys. Live again from the Thompson House. Until then, have a good night. Goodbye. Any You guys want to talk about anything else? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bye.